Hey guys, thank you so much for listening or watching our podcast. If you're enjoying our podcast, we would like to invite you to support us by leaving us a review. Let us know how you have been encouraged by each one of the stories that you have listened here. Also leaving us your feedback. You can also help by following us on social media on Instagram and Facebook or by liking or commenting on our post and also by sharing with your friends and family. Also, don't forget to subscribe on our podcast and YouTube channel. Another way that you can also help us is financially by visiting our Patreon page by going on the link here on the description. I mean, first and foremost, when you put yourself out there in the public, that gives you, I mean, there's a sense of, you have a sense of responsibility to, you know, walk justly, walk upright. You know, you don't want, yeah. <laughs> you don't want people, you know, saying is that, that Dwayne from the bar and the strip club, you know, you don't do <laughs> You don't do stuff like that, you know. I mean, that would itself it, it it puts a huge amount of accountability, and and you know, not to say that you know I wouldn't fall or anybody wouldn't fall. Also, every now and again, I get guests that convict me. I mean, that literally step on my toes, punch me in the chest. This is ordinary people with extraordinary lives, a series dedicated to the testimonies of believers and followers of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Arlene Spaklu. I'm super excited today. Uh, this is uh, our first time uh, doing an interview via Zoom call. Nice. And I, uh, I'm super excited that we get to have this guest on this podcast today, which we actually connected through uh, social media, Instagram, which I'm so thankful to the Lord for social media, honestly. And I've been listening to his podcast. It's been really amazing. It's so much fun to listen to the conversations that uh, this guest share on his podcast, uh, great conversations. Uh, it's it's uh, focused on glorifying the Lord, and I just love how uh, the different questions that he asks to his guests. And it actually has been helpful for me to th- to also just prepare myself because I'm going to be also uh, he's going to be interviewing me tomorrow on his podcast. And uh, if you don't know his podcast, it is the Bart Podcast. So you can find it on his social media, but he will tell you more where you can find him. So please help me welcome Dwayne. Hey, Dwayne, how are you doing today? Hello, hello. I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Yeah, doing wonderful. Uh, praise the Lord just that, you know, he's been protecting us during this time, crazy times that we are going through. Just very thankful that you decided to join us on our podcast. Uh, very uh, excited for people to hear to hear about what you're doing. You know where how the Lord has been helping you through uh, this podcast. Uh, you have been encur- encouraging other people out there, and yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Yes, let's get into it. I always remember you said that. <laughs> in your podcast so uh please just uh if you could just introduce yourself i always like to have people just to talk a little bit about their upbringing their family and you know where you're born into a believing uh family so please just walk us through that sure i'll i'll give you uh the podcast version of my life uh So I, I was born and raised in a little town called Turkey, North Carolina. It is a place in North Carolina called Turkey. Um, it is uh, very rural, very country. Uh, you know, we had hogs and chickens and I worked in the field. I did all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I grew up in a believing home, a strong believing home. My parents, both of them uh, are believers. And uh, I mean, that's pretty much all I knew was uh, Bible believing Christianity. 
um, and grew up in that home. Um, you know, excellent examples from my mom and dad, uh, really high standard when it comes to morale and things like that. Um, and I grew, you know, growing up in the church, I was at the church almost every day of the week, you know, wow. um, we, we cleaned the church on Friday, you know, <laughs> I was going to Sunday school and anytime there was choir rehearsal, I learned how to play the drums. I actually taught myself how to play the drums while really? cleaning up the church on Sunday, on Friday nights. Yeah. That's so awesome. when I was supposed to have been dusting off the pews, I yeah. was actually over there on the drums playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much fun. Well, actually, my friend Andrea, who does the audio for us, she plays the drums. Nice. That is awesome. That's so That's cool. cool. And she's from North Carolina. She's from uh, what part? What is Concord? Concord, uh, North Concord. Carolina. Yeah. yeah. How far exactly is that from you? He's from Turkey. Well, so Concord is um near Charlotte, and so that's yeah. probably about four hours. Uh, from oh Turkey. wow! Yeah, wow! Within yeah. the same state for like four hours, then oh wow! Okay, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, tell her I'm I'm near Wilmington. I'm near the beach. Just tell her he's that. near the beach, Wilmington. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, she knows. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's so awesome. So yeah, so you're just uh, so you're basically playing the church and you're playing yep. the drums. Oh Learn man, how that's... to play the drums and um and also you know play sports and all of that. Um and you know grew up in the church, always going to Sunday school and all of that. And uh you know walked the aisle at a very young age, twelve years old, walked the aisle. Um, but when I got to middle school, um, I wanted to be cool. I didn't want to be known as the church guy. Um, and so I fell away, you know, I mm-hmm. literally, you know, turned my back from the faith. Um, I still had the facade, which was the most dangerous part. I looked the part. I was Brendan James son and, you know, I was in front of the right people. I knew how to act. Um, yeah. and so I had the facade of a believer, but deep down, you know, I was doing everything, you know, under the sun that I could get away with. Um, and so that was my life up until about 25, uh, 25 um, I'm still, I just finished college, um, still playing the drums, um, but living a very sinful life, you know, uh, womanizing all of that stuff, you know, smoking weed, everything, even yeah. though we go now in some places, but, <laughs> <laughs> but doing all of those things. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, back then I used to pride myself in being able to, you know, Mac to multiple girls, you know, that was the thing. Mm. I was a player, I thought yeah. I was a player. And so yeah. one night I uh, I fell on my knees because uh, like I got caught up by the two ladies. They found out about each other. And so that that wow. God used that to crush my pride because I had a lot of pride in what I could do and how I could talk, sweet talk people. <laughs> and so he used that to crush my pride. And, that, and on, on that night, everything kind of, it felt like it was falling apart. I fell on my knees in my mom and dad's house. I was in my bedroom, my mom and dad's house. And I was like, Lord, I'm destroying my life. You know, please take me back, you know, put me in the right standing. And I wish when I got up, I could say everything was hunky-dory, all, you know, everything was yeah. good. Unfortunately, yeah. because I was a musician and a athlete, the first place I look for okay where where can I look for other believers the first place I looked was tv wow I went to tbn you know I went to all those prosperity uh folks um but and the reason why I did is because in in think about it in athletics and in music tv has the top talent you're not on tv unless you you know you're the best you're the pros so in my mind I thought those guys were the pros of preaching (laughs) (laughs) wow 
Yeah. And so, uh, you know, as we all know, that's not the case. Yeah. Um, I found out later that's that what puts you on TV as a televangelist is, is being able to afford the bill every month. Yeah. Um, but before I got to that point of realizing that I went down the road of prosperity gospel, word of faith, mm-hmm. uh, moved to South Carolina, uh, met my wife on MySpace, moved to South Carolina, was part of a huge ministry in South Carolina that's on TBN, uh, was on staff, was in the band, um, all of that stuff just really, you know, in it. And then I started seeing that everything was controlled by money, everything, wow. all yeah. the decisions made, you know, uh, when the profit comes to town, you know, you have to be in the hundred dollar line or a thousand dollar line to get certain kind of prophecies. And, and I'm like, wow. you know, does God really work like this? You know, <laughs> so I started questioning things. I was like, man, this, this just doesn't seem right. It don't sit right. You know, this ain't the faith of my parents. This ain't what I grew up, you know, doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and actually that questioning those things actually led me to start a Facebook page called Be Not Deceived. Mm. And Be Not Deceived is still uh, Facebook today. It's about 20,000 likes on on that page. And it's pretty much a page where I started posting about these false teachers and these Uh false preachers like, hey, you know, look out for this one, look out for that one. And informing Be Not Deceived, I actually got Mm -hmm. some people around me to help me, you know, kind of manage the page. And fast forward a couple of years, those same folks, uh, we when we started doing the podcast, those same folks have their own podcast and they're part of my network. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much the job, the, the, the story in a nutshell. There's a lot of little pieces, but I'll, I'll let you kind of, you know, dictate which direction we go from here. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, and thank you so much for sharing that. I think we've had some people also that came from that background and they, you know, they thought that that was the right church for them to be. And then later on, they they realized, you know, that's not um, right. what the true gospel is. That's not, right. the, you know, like just it's like buying your way or um, just really stealing people's money. Because, you know, that's not the way that the Lord really works in our life. And and nowhere in the Bible we find it that that's the way that he works in our life. Um, But uh, thank you so much, really, for just sharing that. And so how long has it been since you, you know, since you uh, finally, like, came came to? to, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, I, I, it was, it was a journey. Even on my exit was kind of a journey. I didn't, like. I didn't leave and just automatically start listening to R.C. Sproul. That wasn't, unfortunately, that wasn't Mm -hmm. the case. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I originally left, because I was so tired of the manipulation, so tired Mm -hmm. of the, you know, the lights and cameras and the pyros, the church we had, we did pyros and stuff. So I was so tired of all that. And I was actually going in the direction of Fundamental Baptists. Nothing against Fundamental Baptists, you know, their King James Onlys and all of that. I was going in that direction. And co-worker of mine, because when I was going in that direction, I came across Calvinism and uh, I was looking at debates and, you know, I'm like, yeah. man, I'm going to prove these people wrong. And so a co-worker of mine who I didn't know at the time was a pe- Presbyterian pastor. He yeah. reached out and said, hey, man, you want to learn about Calvinism? I was like, yeah, sure. And I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm going to learn about it. And then I'm going <laughs> to flip it on you and I'm going to tell you why it's wrong. You know, that's yeah. that's my whole weirded out mindset. So he brings me in his office. Uh, he said, every day, come to my office at lunchtime and we'll mm-hmm. we'll spend an hour going through the Westminster Confession. And yeah. so for months, I would go to his office. He would read it. He would read the uh, the scripture reference. He'll turn yeah. around and we'll talk about it. We did that for months um, until 
uh, when he when we finished, he looked at me and I looked at him and I said, man, I think I'm a Calvinist. Uh, (laughs) And um, from that meeting, he actually um, told me about Ligonier, told me about Grace to You, told me Mm -hmm. about, you know, Truth for Life. And that's actually how I got exposed to biblical teaching. But to answer your question, yeah, <laughs> that was in uh, 2015 wow. uh, when 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 I started coming to sound biblical, sound biblical theology. Excuse me. Wow, that's amazing. And and what do you feel uh, that you? What, what was it the part that you struggled the most? Probably um, trying to come out of that movement. Um, for me, so for me, it wasn't really anything that was a struggle it, mm-hmm. it's pretty much just a um I guess you could say uh deprogramming yeah because you, yeah. you're programmed to speak things into existence to decree and declare and mm-hmm. you know so it whenever I saw that it was uh false it was no issue with just crossing over but just mm-hmm. under, just deprogramming all of that bad theology saying yeah. you know actually praying instead of decreeing actually mm-hmm. asking God instead of telling him you know so yeah. that was the thing for me it, it wasn't a struggle um for my wife it was a little bit you know different mm. journey you know she's still on the journey you know yeah. and um because she was in it longer than I was you know I grew up you know, regular, you know, Baptist. Yeah. And then I went to that, you know, she was there much longer than I was. So uh, it's still, you know, continuing, you know, deprogramming of just bad understanding, bad theology, but it makes me mm-hmm. happy whenever she sees stuff now. It's like, oh yeah, that ain't right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think I am so grateful to the Lord for um, the American gospel that, uh, yes. um, documentary that they made I think it was uh, the first time for me that I've ever watched something because I'm in the film industry so I went to film school and for me like you know growing up uh, well at least once I became a believer seeing movies Christian movies quote-unquote that were not that high quality and you know Mm -hmm. it was like it's a struggle for the Christian community to make something in such a high quality and, and to have something that is so gospel center. And I think for me, I am so grateful to the Lord that one, they made it looks amazing, but also the people that they brought in there that truly open opens your eyes, you know, to, to point you to, how did you get uh, to, to create this podcast? What inspired you? How do you get to that point? Yeah. Yeah. So before I get to that, want to shout out, Brandon Kimber, uh, that's the the guy that actually did the documentary, um, yeah. American Gospel, a good friend of mine. Big yeah. shout out to Brandon, amazing job. And if you check out uh, American Gospel 3, I'll be in it, telling my apostles. Oh, so make sure yay. You check it out. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be in it, in the American yeah. Gospel 3. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I can't Thank wait you, to man. watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to answer your question about what inspired me to do podcasting, yeah. um, I, you know, when I was with the the Be Not Deceived Facebook page, we kind of dabbled in podcasting when um, uh, I guess online radio was a thing. Yeah, and we did a few. You know, uh, we could we were so controversial and we were combative. We would do debates and get bring people on and argue with them. But whenever um, my man Greg introduced me to, like I said, Ligonier and Gracie, you started listening to those sermons on podcast form, mm-hmm. and um, then uh, they came out with RefNet as an app the uh Ligonier did and on RefNet that's when I found Dr. Al Moeller you know in the briefing and so many mm-hmm. other different uh sermons and shows 
And I started listening to them and I started just like, I would have headphones in probably 20 out of the 24 hours a day, <laughs> um, just listening to, you know, so many podcasts. Um, but the thing that triggered or inspired me was um, a podcast called The Reform Pub by mm -hmm. Les and Tanner. Um, I call them the OGs because uh, when I heard their podcast, because before listening to The Reform Pub, all of the podcasts was just like ivory tower, super scholarly, yeah. you know, I would have to rewind to figure out what words they're talking about, and, you know. <laughs> But when I heard Lesson Tanner, you know, they talked about theology, but they also uh, talked about beer, like craft beer. They would mix it. You know, they were talking about. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, you can actually have fun while you talk about theology. Hmm. I think yeah. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know? is what and, I love about your podcast, honestly. Yeah, it's so yeah. fun. And so and that was my approach. I was like, you know, I'm going to. I, I, I want to bring my flavor, you know, my, my style. I'm not going to mm -hmm. dress it up. I'm not going to try to act fancy. You yeah. know, I'm just going to be me. But then, mm -hmm. I, you know, by God's grace, we've been able to interview some amazing guests. But seeing Lesson Tanner was truly the inspiration for me starting my podcast. Yeah. And um, tell, tell us a little bit about that. How does yeah. it begin? And, you know, what, what has been your journey with your podcast? Sure. So the original idea was uh, panel style with all of the people I told you about with the Be Not Deceived team, us all being on the microphone covering, mm -hmm. uh, I guess, random topics uh, from a biblical lens. That was the original vision. Yeah. Uh, as you probably know, it's hard to get people in the same place at the same time. And I was dealing with, you know, three different time zones and trying to get everybody together. And before I knew it, months ago by, we hadn't released any content. And mm. so I went to the team. I said, hey, guys, I'm I want to do this podcast. What I'm going to do is I'm going to build it up. I'm going to it's going to just be me. Once mm -hmm. I get it to a place, anytime you guys want to start a podcast, you come and let me know. We'll do it under my umbrella and we'll go. And so I went interview style because I was like, bet, you know, I, I don't think I'm smart enough to hold a whole theological conversation. So I'm going to find somebody that is and then I'm going to interview. <laughs> and so that's where the whole plot of having interview style uh, comes from. And then, you know, by God's grace, I've gotten so many uh, interviews, you know, started out slow um, mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, I think the first real, I guess, sort of big name I got was Todd Friel. And the reason why I landed that is because I actually saw Todd Friel at a service and I pitched him my podcast idea. And he was like, oh, you got to do this. You you got to do this. We need to hear it from, you know, this perspective. And yeah. I was like, I'll do it, man. But you, I want you to be a guest on my show. He said, oh yeah, I'll do it. So <laughs> That that kind of started the the trail um, yeah. from Todd Friel to Steve Lawson to you know Phil Johnson to Ligon Duncan, Mark Dever, uh, so many wonderful guests. I mean, I, I my mind is just going blank thinking about all. I mean, I, I've interviewed Albert Moeller, yeah. um, just a lot of um, uh, Michael Horton. I mean, just so many different awesome guests. And so that has been the format and that. And I've been doing that since 2017, um, you know, interviewing every Tuesday. I have a new mm -hmm. guest, whether it's a, a well-known pastor, seminary professor, um, uh, author, um, app developer, um, yeah. whatever you're doing. If it's, you know, moving forth the kingdom, you know, other podcasters, then, then I'll have you on the show. Because pretty much what I like to do is expose my listeners to new people. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times they don't know, you know, they, yeah. they only know who they listen to. And then you're like, oh, yeah. who is this person? Oh, let me go listen to them. So mm -hmm. it's, it's really my goal is to expose them to, to other people. 
Yeah, which is kind of what also what I love. And uh, for me, I'm just learning also about other people out there, you know, they're solid believers. And I think I've been able to do that even through your uh, Instagram page. I'm, I mean, I'm like on social media every single day. And so just really going into it, seeing the post on Instagram, but then also going to connect it to the interview that you do with them. It's been also very helpful for me. So what are, will you mind just sharing some of the responses that you've gotten from, uh, you know, about your podcast yeah. and some of the things that you hear from people about it? Sure. So, um, you know, the main response I get a lot, of, like a lot of people use the bar is kind of like the entry. Um, mm -hmm. One of the, probably one of the best things I ever heard a, a young lady said, you know, when she heard about reform theology and she Googled it, she came across my podcast and my podcast wow. was the first reform podcast she listened to. Um, so that that's huge. Um, and then I always get a lot of compliments on just the style because mm -hmm. it's not, you know, it's not ivory tower. It's, you know, I'm gonna say, yo, I'm gonna say, what's up. <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be me, yeah. you know, and, and what I'm doing is I'm bringing a conversation that you don't normally get from those guys. A lot yeah. of times we see them on platforms, but we don't get to actually have a real conversation with them. And so I make sure that I bring that perspective and ask questions that you don't hear on everybody else's podcast. Cause mm -hmm. these guys, they, they make cycles. They go to everybody's podcast cause they promoting the book. So I, I, you know, I'm going to ask questions that somebody else is not going to ask, you know, cause yeah. I even got a whole section of me and Albert Moeller talking about fishing. I mean, you're talking yeah. about the president of South, <laughs> South what is, I forgot the name of the theology yeah. school he's the president of, but you know, I got him talking about bass fishing. So that's just kind of my approach. And that's yeah. been the feedback. A lot of people have really enjoyed that. Yeah. And, and again, I love that part also, because for me, I think that's like one of the fears that I have, because I'm like, sometimes, you know, like our guests also, they have a sense of humor and, you know, it's like, it's not bad to have a sense of humor, you know? Right. And sometimes I just think that it has to be like, so serious you know, obviously, yes, I work. Not if I'm involved. Right. <laughs> Which I, I love it. Like, right it's now. so wonderful. It's like so fun. That's why I tell you, like, your podcast is so much fun to listen to. Like, yeah. I will actually be working here at home, listening to your podcast, and I'm having wow. a great time and laughing because it's yes. fun. But yet, going back to, you know, to the main point, this is for the, the glory of God. And yeah. yet, you know, you're, you're still having fun with your guests. And I think that's, yeah. that for me definitely has been... Um, a challenge, I will say, sure. um, like, should I keep this? Should I take, <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> my, my advice is, is, is be yourself. You know, yeah. if, if, if it's a fun moment, you know, don't, don't try to sur suppress it, you know, just yeah. for the sake of the content. Um, mm -hmm. be, Cause I even told Brandon Kimber that I was like, man, listen, you know, I know you're, you're, you know, uh, American gospels, they're serious and people are talking, but I'm going to laugh. I'm going to smile. Like, you know, this, this is going to be the comic relief of the whole yeah. movie, like whatever, yeah. you know, but yeah. And that's just me. That's my personality. And so I don't try to suppress that no matter yeah. who I'm talking to. Be besides the Bart podcast, I know that you're also the executive producer of one of my top podcast also the just thinking podcast yeah <laughs> i keep hearing that on your on, on yours too i was uh listening to your uh interview with uh Haley. 
Yes. I believe. And uh, I, I heard her uh, mentioning that. And I'm definitely just really enjoying that podcast as well because of the conversations, you know, like real conversations about everything, the social justice and everything that is happening right now in our yes. culture. So tell me a little bit about that also. So you have yeah. your own podcast and now you're also the executive producer in the Just Thinking podcast. Yes. So um, the Just Thinking podcast. So Just Thinking uh, for myself is was Daryl's blog. Daryl has been blogging for years. Daryl Harrison, mm-hmm. uh, prolific blogger. I mean, the man writes. Um, he's, he's just an amazing writer. Um, I actually invited him to be a guest on the bar because of one of his articles about uh, you know how wokeness is destroying the black church. And so mm-hmm. uh, I brought him on for that show. When I interviewed him, I was like, "Man, Daryl sounds a lot like Virgil, my friend Virgil, that was with the Be Not Deceived team that I was keep yeah, yeah. telling you about." It's yeah. like, "Man, I called Virgil. I said, hey, Virgil, man, I met this guy, and he, y'all talk alike, man. Y'all both conservative. <laughs> y'all both, you know, come from the same perspective when it comes to, you know, all of the social justice stuff." He was like, "Really?" He's like, "Man, let me, let me talk to him." So I actually let Virgil host a show. If you go back, there's a show with Virgil and Daryl where Virgil interviewed Daryl for the bar podcast. Wow. And so um that they they met, you know, there and you know, it was like, you know, chemistry right away. So then I was like, man, you know, this needs to be a podcast, you know. So I reached out to Daryl. I was like, hey man, do you want to do a podcast? You know, you and Virgil, you don't have to worry about nothing, but just producing content. And uh he said no. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> wow, really? But yeah, he said no. And then um Virgil was like, well, uh, let me talk to him, you know, let me, you know, kind of reassure or whatever. Um, and so after some back and forth, he, he agreed to do it. And so mm-hmm. that's when we launched the just thinking podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, originally, like I said, they, at the time they had never met face to face. Um, and, uh, they actually recorded almost a year and a half worth of content before they actually met face to face. Um, but, uh, two years later, you know, 2020 has been a blessing to us. Um, we dropped the George Floyd and the gospel episode. Uh, you know, the timing was perfect yeah. from that episode. Uh, you know, we skyrocketed to uh, number one Christian podcast on iTunes several mm-hmm. weeks. Um, you know, we, we broke the million download uh, marker actually on the verge of breaking two million downloads. Um, and it's just, it's been an amazing ride. And like I said, it just, they came together and they, they coined me or named me as executive producer, you know, because I handle all of the operations of it. Um, Daryl and Virgil, pretty much all they do is prepare for content. And Mm -hmm. I've built the team to do, you know, the technology side, the website, I got somebody doing their social media. So Mm -hmm. we kind of, I built the team around them so that they can concentrate on, uh, on content. Yeah. And for you, how do you, how are you able to balance then the two, like, you know, their podcast oh. <laughs> doing that and then your own and, and kind of like, you know. Sure. Yeah. They, they make it easy. Um, Cause I mean, some people hate it, but they don't, they're not every week. They're not mm-hmm. every they They are when they feel led. Um, mm-hmm. The bar podcast it, for me, the bar, I could do the bar podcast with my eyes closed. I can record it. I can edit it. I can produce it you know, with my eyes closed. Cause I've done mm-hmm. it. It's repetition. It's always the same, same break, same everything. Mm-hmm. So I can do that without even thinking about it. Even though big shout out to my man, Justin, I have somebody to help me with the uh, audio session. Now I just record it. And Justin yeah. 
you know, edit it and post it. Um, so it, it's really easy. And, and again, the team I put around them, they have their responsibilities. And so it keeps my hands free to, you know, be creative, to, to be a yeah. leader, you know, to, to, to kind of be a visionary, you know, and just thinking it's just one of the podcasts on my podcast network. I don't know if you knew that, but, um, I have a network of podcasts, uh, called the bar podcast network. And there's oh. about now there are about 11 different podcasts on there. So if you haven't subscribed to that. I don't think I have. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have to get it, you know, after our call, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I have to go and and do that for sure. Yes, yes. But yeah, that's it. By God's grace. I mean, I'm, I'm. I'm sure there's some things I could do better on both sides, but um, by God's grace, it just works uh, with the team I put together and just the way that I'm a bit, I'm able to delegate responsibilities. Yeah. And I think that's it. You know, we're all growing in the process that there's so much sure. to learn, you know, and, and like from people like you, I'm already like already learning from, you know, from everything that you're doing. Right. I, I'm new to this. So, yeah. you know, by God's it. grace, we're able to continue to do this. Um, and another thing is that I mentioned is that your podcast, the bar podcast is on AGTV. So it's actually the bar isn't on there yet. Uh, me and Brandon still working through that because I have over 300 episodes. Mm-hmm. Just thinking is on there. Okay. Um, and so uh, really, Brandon, you know, Brandon has been a super duper dear friend. Like we text each other at least once a week uh, for, you know, the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so when he told me about the idea, my my first response was, how can I help? Mm-hmm. And and he he suggested, you know, putting Just Thinking on there and okay. possibly the bar and some other things. So he reached out to me. Um, we're still in the infancy stage of mm-hmm. the application of the app. So um, really don't see any... Um, I guess, uh, I guess a major blow up in discovery or anything just mm-hmm. yet. Um, but it's really cool to be, be there on ground zero, you know, and, and as yeah. soon as it releases. And my next question is in regards. So basically you both, you know, working in the John's just thinking podcast and working on your own podcast, the Bark podcast, how do you feel that the Lord has worked in your own life? through bringing this different content, how have you seen this uh, impact your own life, you know, with your Christian walk? Yeah. So, I mean, first and foremost, when you put yourself out there in the public, um, that gives you, I mean, there's a sense of, uh, um, I guess the word is you you have a sense of responsibility, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to, you know, walk justly walk upright you know you don't want yeah. you don't want people you know saying that that Dwayne from the bar and the strip club you know you don't do <laughs> you don't do stuff like that you know I mean that would itself it, it it puts a huge amount of accountability um yeah. and and you know not to say that you know I wouldn't fall or anybody wouldn't fall uh but uh that's one thing that it does uh for sure also um you know, every now and again, I get guests that convict me. I mean, that literally step on my toes, punch me in the chest, you know, <laughs> and I always think about, um, I had an interview with Mark Dever and I was talking, Mark Dever used to be an agnostic and mm. I, I said, Oh, he used to be agnostic. Okay. I was like, I got a coworker that's an agnostic and he's pretty much stopped the interview. I mean, I kept recording, but he was like, uh, Lord, I pray that Dwayne cares as much about his coworker's soul as he do his podcast. And that was like, <laughs> <laughs> Man. because he, I really love my podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he, 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 I mean, that, that right there matured me. Even with, um, I interviewed a lady, uh, author, 
Um, and I, I'm sorry, I mentioned, I can't think of your name. Um, but she was, she, she was just wrote a book called the gospel has a house key and talks about in, uh, bringing people into your home to mm-hmm. present the gospel and how she used to be a, a lesbian, but a Christian family would bring her into their home, yeah. you know, just to be kind and nice and minister to them. And so for me, because, you know, my mind, you know, I'm thinking, you know, protection and guns and, you know, I'm, I'm from South, you know, I'm like, well, I'm more of a, you know, protector or whatever. And she's like, Dwayne, what if uh, the person you're, you, you're holding this gun up to or, or, or trying to protect everybody from uh, goes to hell because you didn't share the gospel. And it was just like, Poosh. oh my word. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, those those kind of interviews uh, have uh, matured me, shaped my life. Rosaria Butterfield—that's her name, <laughs> Rosaria Butterfield. Oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah those kind of things. Um, and then Daryl and Virgil. Just thinking, I mean, just their content in itself. Um, they did a uh, they did a show on pornography, uh, which you know w- was a struggle of mine as well. And that show, mm-hmm. you know, it it. It hit hard, you know. It it really put a lot of things out there, a lot of things in perspective for people that that struggle with it. And you know, and anytime it's almost like you know we're always supposed to preach the gospel to ourselves, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm getting these guests that are giving me the gospel yeah. while I'm trying to give it to myself. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that's like uh, what we. If there is something I feel that I've learned or relearned this year, that it's that we constantly have to reexamine our hearts. You know, sure. um, we. We can't hide our sins from other people, but man, we can't hide it from the Lord. The Lord sees everything. He knows everything. And sooner or later, that's going to come out. Like we know from the Bible that we know that sin brings forth death. That's what it it does, you know? And every time. um, Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that I find it's like really difficult still to be able to connect with other people out there, like other believers, like I mentioned, I think it's great to build those relationships, but they can't, it can be very difficult. And, you know, I don't, I'm not surprised because we have so many so-called Christians out there. How do you feel that the Lord has blessed you through this connections? How have you been able to build those relationships with the, with this believers? Uh, with believers? Yeah. I mean, like even like just connecting with other people that, for example, people that you bring into your show, you know, sometimes oh, we gotcha. can be fearful into reaching out to other people because I we're gotcha. like, man, I, they don't know me. They don't know what I'm <laughs> sharing. Well, and yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, that that's a personality thing. Um, yeah. you know, I don't really, you know, I, I don't struggle with that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't meet too many strangers. You know, I feel like I can talk to anybody. I mean, my nine to five job, you know, those computers back there, I'm a recruiter. So I call mm-hmm. strangers all day long. Like I have no issues with, <laughs> with, uh, with, with connecting, yeah. uh, with, with anybody, you know, um, I feel like, you know, I, I'm witty enough to, uh, pull off a conversation with whoever yeah. I speak with just by being myself. Um, yeah. so really no issue there. Um, I think maybe there, there's sometimes some, uh, I guess, I guess can be some kind of a struggle when you're dealing with Christians that, you know, still believe false teaching or false, mm-hmm. you know, theology or, you know, her- heretical theology. Um, sometimes there's a strain there because you want to be gracious. You want to be loving, but then mm-hmm. you also want to make sure you stand firm in, in what you do and what you believe. And so my mm-hmm. approach has always been, 
to look for opportunities. Like I don't like just blast like, oh, you you know, I don't do that. <laughs> I, what I do is yeah. I, I keep a conversation, I keep a dialogue, and then they say something like, oh, this is a good opportunity to say, hey, you know, don't that sound kind of funny? You know, you you say y'all were praying for this guy and, and told him to, you know, get out of his wheelchair, but he still rolled away. I mean, that's the thing. That's kind of funny. You know, I just use yeah. opportunities to to just kind of show them, like, hey, you know, this what you believe it might not be, you know, as what you thought yeah. it was or whatever. So that's that's kind of my approach. But as far as, you know, in, you know, relating to people, that's I, I don't have an issue with that. I, I talk to anybody. Yeah. And uh, what is your how, how do you see or where do you see your podcast in in the future? Yes. Great. So um, the bar podcast, um, one of my favorite things to say is I want to be as consistent. I want to be so consistent with the bar podcast coming out every Tuesday until Jesus come back pretty much. <laughs> um, I want if somebody is in a coma and they wake up and they look at their phone, they get a notification. There's a new bar podcast. I was like, oh, it must be Tuesday. I want to be that consistent. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. I'm not adding anything to it. I'm not trying to, you know, you know, switch it up or whatever. Yeah. Our podcast is just going to be that, you know, guys willing as many years or whatever. As far mm-hmm. as uh, just thinking and the network, uh, my goal for those uh, those adventures is to continue to expose them to more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hike that we saw with just thinking came from the exposure to more people, you know, yeah. coming with a topic that was relatable, that was timely and that. And so uh, we had a team in place that when all these people started coming to look, we had a website in place. We had, you know, this in place. We had a donate tab. You know, people donate a lot of money when they excited about something. So, you know, all of that, uh, you know, was already in place. And so going forward, we just want to keep building on that. And yeah. know, same thing with the network, all the podcasts in the network, you know, I just, uh, I aspire that they will get to the just thinking level, you know, they'll continue to grow, continue to provide good content and their moment happen. And when it happens that they're ready for it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Dwayne, a lot of people have classified 2020 as one of the possibly like worst years ever. Everyone, I've heard a lot of that. I've seen a lot of that in social media. In fact, I've seen even shirts like don't ever go back to 2020. And I think that a lot of people might be fearful to what is to come probably on this, you know, coming year 2021. Um, What would you say to those people? What, What are you specifically looking forward to this new year, coming year? Well, I have to first say for me, 2020 has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved back home. I got a new job, you know, just thinking blew up. Uh, <laughs> it's been an amazing year. I've added five podcasts to the network this year. It's been an amazing year. Um, but for those that are worried about 2021 or leery or need some encouragement for 2021, uh, my encouragement is, you know, God is sovereign. Uh, no matter what the situation is, no matter what 2020 holds or 2022 or any of them hold, God is still sovereign king. And no matter what, he's in control. Whether it's something you agree with, something you like, at the end of the day, God has the final authority. And so uh, just trust and rest in him, no matter the outcome. Though he slay me, yet I still would trust him. So no matter what comes in 2021, God is sovereign and, yeah. and he got us. Amen. Yeah. And I always like to ask my guests um, some Bible verses that they normally go to. Do you have uh, from the top of your head, you know, like a Bible verse that you normally go to and it's one that has been really encouraging to you? I mean, probably my favorite 
And, um, you know, <laughs> it's probably a lot of people don't pick it either. But uh, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was God, word was with God, um, mm-hmm. because that's so significant um, that the the thing that we hold in our hand is the living, breathing word of God. And in and, and, and so many different places, even places that I've left, they did not hold the scriptures in high regard. And that's what led them astray. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's that's you know, one of the hugest things, you know, because you're talking about the deity of Christ, you know, Jesus being with God, you know, Trinit- Trinitarian, you know, theology. And then you're talking about the authority of scripture, you know, that the word is living, breathing. Uh, and it is, you know, uh, the word, Jesus is the word in flesh. Uh, so that that's probably my favorite um, and, and thing I really go to. I don't, you know, I, again, sometimes I think my abuse kind of rotten makes me rotten for other stuff i don't necessarily have a scripture to go to for yeah. you know encouragement or whatever because a lot of times it gets taken out of context and that's why mm-hmm. people use it so <laughs> so that's why i don't really deal with that yeah yeah and um what are three things in your life that brings you joy oh number one family uh you know well i i do this i do wife children podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I've, I've been seeing some of the stories with your daughters my my husband and I we were just like oh my word this is so adorable just to see yeah. them and like yeah. um, I think it was like a tennis rack uh, racket yeah, yeah, the guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the guitars <laughs> that was just really fun just to see you know that relationship and um, oh, yeah. how yeah, much those joy are my babies those are my two youngest yeah. I have two older um, I got one in college and one that is 13, 13 years yeah. old. Wow. Um, yeah. I always tell people my children are the picture of God's grace because the oldest mm-hmm. one in college is actually my wife's great niece. We adopted her. And then my 13-year-old is actually uh, my son that I had before I met my wife, before mm-hmm. Salvation DC. And he lives with his mom. Um, and then the two little girls are me and my wife. After five years of trying, then God bless us with those two. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise God. And and Dwayne, just looking at your own life, um, your journey with the Lord, uh, how your life was before you came to Christ or, well, I mean, really once you came to Christ, but then you walk away from your faith and all that journey for those people who are not believers or who probably are in a, in a, you know, not biblical church, what will you say? What will you say to those people? And also what are you most grateful for? Okay. In your own life, um, yeah. For those that are in a, I guess, a unbiblical church or in the funny thing is those that are really in it, in it, they don't know it, but it's the ones that start to recognize it. Those are, oh, this, you know. So yeah. first thing I'll say is yes, whatever you're feeling, yes, it, it isn't right. It isn't scriptural. Um, you know, go to the scriptures. Scripture has to be uh, in high regard. If it's the scriptures and or the scriptures plus, or, you know, I hear God saying, or, you know, God told me in a dream, you know, and it's not verbatim in the word, then those are just red flags. And you need to really take a deep dive and figure out, you know, uh, what else isn't lined up with scripture. Um, and I'm sorry, I forgot the second part. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, for for non-believers. Basically, for yeah. non-believers, why is it that we need Christ? Oh, yes. So non-believer you that are watching or listening. First of all, you know, you're a sinner. Uh, and, and here's the funny thing. Here's the secret. We all are. Uh, we all 
uh, are born sinners, uh, despite what a lot of modern ideology says. You're born with a with a, a, a blank slate. That's not the case, because our Adam, our federal head, he actually came to the well when God created him. He sinned and he failed. He put a wedge between us and God. And so, in order for us to be reunited with God, somebody had to pay for that sin, and that person was Jesus, because he's the only one that could bear that wrath of God. And so Jesus did something that was very important. A lot of people leave this out. He lived a perfect life. He lived a sinless life. He lived a sinless life. And when he died, he took on our sins, your sin too, Mr. Unbeliever, and my sin, everything that we did. And he paid the penalty for that. And he took his righteousness and he gave it to us. He imputed it into us. And when he died, that sin was paid for. Then he would return to the father sitting on the right hand of the father that we may have everlasting life uh, and, and, and joy and eternity. And he didn't say that we have a perfect life on earth. He didn't say that all the sun would shine and the grass would be green, but he mm-hmm. said he would never leave us or forsake us. And he said he will always be with us. So uh, that should be encouragement enough. Yeah. And that last one, that last question was also that looking at into your own life and the work of, of the Lord in your own life, what are you most grateful for, for what the Lord has done? It has to be salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing trumps salvation. I'm most grateful for first a father God to uh, send uh, a God son to die in my place uh, and allow me to take on his righteousness as he bear my sin. So grateful, grateful for salvation. Amen. And please tell our listeners, how can they find your podcast? How can they find you on social All media? Right. So, or, yeah. All right. Yeah. So to <laughs> find me is easy. It's my name, Dwayne, D-A-W-A-I-N, the number 21. That's on Instagram, Twitter. You can type it in Facebook and get it. Um, to find the podcast, you want to go to the barpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to find the network, we're still working on this site, but go and sign up for the email list, the bar.network. That will get you to all the shows on the network. And we shouted out Just Thinking, so I'm going to shout them out. To find them, just go to justthinking.me. That's justthinking.me. And uh, listen, I am so thankful that you had me on your show. Uh, I immediately became a fan as soon as I saw it. I was like, I like this. I love the (laughs) script. Like, you know, I honestly, I wish my Spanish was better because I would, I would want to do like half of it in Spanish and, you know, I I blow pequeño, but not mucho, you know. Hey man, I'm here to help. I am so grateful and you have no idea how much joy it brought me when I saw your message on Instagram. Oh, I was wow. like, what? This is the first time that another, you know, podcast reached out to me. That, like, wow. what? It blew my mind. And it comes to the, to the, you know, to what I mentioned before. It's a little scary to be able to connect with all the relievers out there because they don't know me. They never heard of me and they don't know what it is that I'm sharing, you know, and praise the Lord that. I'm just so happy that I was able to connect and I'm very excited to come to your show, uh, which, yeah, but <laughs> you're, I'm getting myself ready for the questions <laughs> mostly that you're asking. So yeah, no, but um, again, and people also, they can, they will be able to find you on our Instagram page. So I will uh, link it to your Instagram page as well so that they can easily find them. I always ask people to uh, close this in a word of prayer. So yes. if you could do that. 
Sure. Yeah. And then we'll talk after the, the prayer. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Lord, we just thank you, Father, just for being who you are, God, an amazing, wonderful God. We just thank you, God, for uh, connection, Lord, godly connection, Father. And then we just thank you, Father, for this medium of uh, podcasts and social media, Internet, Lord. We just thank you, Father, for all of these ways to uh, release your gospel truth and release your word. And Lord, we ask that anybody that's listening, Lord, let them be encouraged, God. Anybody that's watching and listening, Lord, if they don't know you as their personal Savior, Father, that uh, you pierce their hearts, Lord, that they may fall to their knees and uh, ask you uh, to come into their heart, Father. And we just thank you, Father, for uh, just being who you are, God. And we're grateful. And we ask all this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening or watching our podcast. If you're enjoying our podcast, we would like to invite you to support us by leaving us a review. Let us know how you have been encouraged by each one of the stories that you have listened here. Also leaving us your feedback. You can also help by following us on social media on Instagram and Facebook or by liking or commenting on our post and also by sharing with your friends and family. Also, don't forget to subscribe on our podcast and YouTube channel. Another way that you can also help us is financially by visiting our Patreon page by going on the link here on the description.